0: Welcome to the Lee Podcast. In today's episode, Sydney and I talk about leadership. Both of us have experienced leadership in different ways throughout our lives and we believe leadership is something relevant to every single person. We discuss how we came to think of ourselves as leaders, key lessons we've learned about leadership, and talk a little about role models and leaders we've looked up to in our own lives as well. We are super glad you're here with us and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you.
1: Oh my! Welcome to Learn Ta, a podcast to enjoy some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body and soul.
0: My name is Elam and I'm joined by my co-host Sydney and today we are going to be talking about the topic of leadership. But before we get into that, how has your week been going, Sid? Bro,
1: when we were just recording the introduction just now, I'm like, man, it's like we're like so good at it now. What?
0: <laughs> I don't know, just like, like
1: well, no it's... rehearsal. And I'm just like, boom, I'm nailing it.
0: <laughs> well it is, it is episode sixteen of um season one. Although yeah. like honestly I don't I don't really know about this whole season thing, yeah. I think I'm just gonna one season it. Yeah, it's weird how it's um coming up on the other platforms, right?
1: As seasons. Yeah. Right. Like I was looking at the app like the iTunes one and I was like, oh what?
0: Yeah. It's just kind of structured like that where I upload, you have to put a season and an episode. But honestly, right, right, most right. of the podcasts I listen to, it's just like straight episodes there. Eh? Like there's no Yeah. There's no season.
1: Yeah. Um, how's that week been? Uh I've actually been feeling a bit of fatigue, actually. I think all those weeks where I'm just spamming volleyball and yeah. like gymming and stuff has right. kind of has just finally caught up to me. Oh yeah. So even though i'm not, I haven't been playing that much in the past week or two, I still find myself really tired despite having like seven and a half to eight hours of sleep right, right like on most nights, yeah, yeah,
0: I think that can happen eh? you just gotta take that deload week when your body tells you you need it,
1: yeah, so I've been feeling pretty good actually, like even though my body's been feeling a bit sore and injured in certain mm. areas, like little niggly stuff. Yeah, but like say like the shin splints that I mentioned a yeah. while. Oh, I don't think I mentioned on the podcast, but I was getting shin splints or like a minor case of it when I was doing, uh, when I was playing sometimes. Yeah. So then, um, Elam told me to do some, what was it, tib raises, which is yeah. like, it's it's an exercise that helps <laughs> strengthen your shin. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I haven't really been feeling it at all, so I've been nice. feeling good about that. And then also getting a minor case of like tennis elbow, so that's like. I don't know how to describe it. But it's like just an elbow like. injury. It's just
0: an elbow injury yeah. that you get yeah, from elbow like playing injury. sport and extending hard. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So last night I did like a rehab exercise, and like it's feeling like
0: stronger already. Nice. Yeah. So it good. Good man. Gotta take it easy. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's just the price you pay. Like when you push yourself, you kind of got to push yourself to improve. But when you push yourself like hard, that's also yeah. You're in that territory where you you know there's more injury risk as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. How how's your week been? Been pretty good. Speaking of seasons, uh, Joe and I started watching Money Heist, so we're a little bit late. Oh, let's go! I think a lot, most people watched that during lockdown, but then we were like all up in the in the Korean shows and the Chinese shows at the time. So yeah. just started watching that. And how are you guys finding it? It's pretty good. Uh, like we've been pretty like spamming it. So I think we're almost done with season one, and we started it like two three days ago. Um, oh my goodness! Like, should we watch another one? Yeah, like oh my god <laughs> um yes nice no, so, so that's been good uh yeah. everything else has been okay like i think i've been feeling a little bit like you said like just quite fatigued i think yeah. um like today i actually took a sick day from work actually i didn't take a sick day but i took a i was supposed to go into the office today but i worked from home instead right because it was just like um and then i had to take like a two three hour nap in the afternoon so just uh yeah. like mental fatigue from life stuff is that but from the personal stuff that you mentioned last time yeah, yeah 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 so um but anyway we won't get into too much of that in the podcast because it's just like vague vague things aside from yeah. that basketball wise it's going pretty well gym wise it's going well gotta hit the gym right after recording this and right I'm pretty excited so <laughs> Sid, remind what, me in what, half an hour to drink a coffee get that pre Why are you excited are you doing a particular workout what am mean? I'm, I'm always excited to go workout <laughs> right okay what like <laughs> i think that's one oh, of the you're things like had, extra now this is a, a, a random takeaway is like if there's things in your life if you're not excited to do one, like to do the next thing then you should pick choose new things to do because boom there's not that many things you have to do in life, so you may as well choose to do things that you get excited over. Anyway. Oh,
1: Elam dropping Elam just dropping it on the side for you. Yeah, dropping it on the side.
0: <laughs> We're not yeah. even talking about what well,
1: Yeah, it's not even the main topic. Let's what would go. that be about
0: like what momentum or what uh no, like uh, motivation, maybe. Hashtag motivational speaker.
1: Yeah, probably. All
0: right, uh, why don't we move into some weekly admin stuff? So the weekly uh Instagram plug, leongche.podcast, Please go give us a follow. We are on our way to our next milestone to to our giveaways. Yeah. You already follow oh, the I mean, podcast. Thank you. If you haven't passed it to a friend, do a pass it to a friend. I mean
1: we're always we're always on the way to the next milestone.
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing, eh? No,
1: because I don't think I don't think like not that not that like the number of our followers like matters to us that much, but like I don't think we had that many fo- like new followers the last week. So then it's like when you said we're on the way to the next milestone, I'm
0: like, oh yeah. Like, like <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah, you're not lying.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um and I think as I mentioned last week it's now confirmed that the podcast can be found on iTunes, Castbox, Google Podcasts. Um I think that might be it. And obviously Spotify, yeah. which it's been on the whole time already.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, what a, what, maybe a fun thing we can do is um, I know Wiz left a review for us on the iTunes store. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go find it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to find it. I tried to look it up when, when he told me, but then it didn't come up, so... Are you sure
0: it's a review or is it just a rating?
1: Oh, maybe he just left a rating.
0: Yeah. So shout out, Wiz. I think he dropped a five-star review. So at the moment, on a sample size of one, we are like the best reviewed podcast on the internet 5 out of 5 <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's many other podcasts which have five stars right
1: yes yeah, so, so we're all tied but for first be. no we're yeah, tied okay. for first Oh, fair enough okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> that sensationalism oh, um,
0: okay. okay now if you're listening to this for the first time please don't um sign out right now cuz we're not we, we don't sound as dumb the whole way through this is just us being dumb <laughs> um <clears throat> All right. Yep. And another, oh yeah, you go.
1: Oh, I was just going to mention, um, so check us out on other platforms if that's more, uh, comfortable for you. Um, but also, uh, another reason why you want to follow our Instagram page is that we will be asking you guys for some questions that we will do for our Q and A.
0: We're doing very first Q and A, opening it up for all the listeners any you can ask literally anything you want but we cannot guarantee we will answer it but we, we, we will answer oh, anything yeah. that's like not <laughs> not completely ridiculous yeah it sounds like one of those like political like
1: non-answers when, when <laughs> yeah it is, it is. It's like, it's like, i'm sorry you feel that way or like like not actually apologizing <laughs> for something yeah sorry <laughs> not sorry yeah so you can ask us i mean like what elam said ask us anything it can be about What we, I don't know. I don't even know. Like relationships. What's like something juicy? What's something that you hope you want to be asked about, either?
0: I don't know, man. I mean, this podcast is all about trying to help people, right? So anything that you feel like I could, or we could add a bit of value in, that's what I want you to ask about. And then hopefully I can answer in a way that you're like, oh yeah, that'll help my life a little bit.
1: (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah.
0: Cool. So today's topic, we are
1: going to talk about leadership. And the reason why we thought this topic would be quite good is that as we were growing up, when we transitioned into uh, young adulthood, uh, we were both fellowship leaders, and amongst other things that we were leading, but that was uh, what I consider my main responsibility back then, Mm -hmm. or one of my main responsibilities. And I grew a lot from that and I thought it would be uh, quite a good, unique perspective that we can give on it and uh, like, give insight on because we believe that everyone is a leader.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So everyone is a leader. Why do you say that? It kind of came up when we were trying to encourage
1: others to step up as uh, youth group leaders. When we, when we were growing up, we always thought fellowship leaders were a certain type of people. Mm. or they were interested in certain
0: things or just but, like the le- or just leaders in general right like when people say are you a leader yeah. do you have leadership qualities everyone will think about like a certain prototype or like a certain yeah. personality that's usually like i don't know like you yeah. outspoken real out there real people's person yeah.
1: so then uh as we were encouraging people to um consider you know leading a, a small group um yeah. we were talking about how everyone actually exerts influence on uh, onto others, yeah. So it could be positive, it could be negative, but by taking ownership of that influence, you can determine if it has that p- positive or negative uh,
0: effect on other people. So in that way, everyone is kind of like a leader to some degree in different parts of your life. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh so, yes. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, it it is, and I think leadership is just a very relevant topic because you know all of us are part of different social groups in our lives, right? We have social groups at work, social groups with our friends, you know, maybe sports social groups, like for us, like church social groups. And within any social environment, you're always going to have different people that fulfill different roles. And um, everyone is always surrounded by, you know, people like leaders of different degrees and they themselves are probably leading others to different degrees. So we just thought, hey, this is a pretty relevant topic for, I think, everyone. And yeah, so why don't we get into it? why don't we start with maybe our personal life, like sharing a little bit as far as like, at what point in your life did you start thinking about, hey, like maybe I do have leadership qualities or, hey, what the, am I a leader? Am I not a leader? And how did you kind of arrive at that?
1: Yeah. So I'll start from the beginning of how I actually got into a leadership position at church. Okay. Um, And I mean, even though it's a small group leadership, like small group, uh, I was leading a small group, so it wasn't, um, like, on the grand scheme of things, it's not, like, a huge role in the church. Like, I'm not, like, a deacon or a elder or anything. Yeah. Um, but basically how I got into that position was that um, as we were growing up, some people, like, we had a couple of people change groups or leave the group or, or whatever, or they wanted to try to do something else. And that basically opened up a position to be a co-leader. So basically, as a co-leader, I would just be helping out the main leader um lead the group, so it could be um, admin, it could be um preparing topics, it could be just checking up on people and catching up with people. So that was basically my role, and yep. I had that for like a year, and to be honest, I didn't really do much in that first year because i I think back then like there wasn't a clear definition of what a co-leader actually did because it's just something it's just something that you do like there was no brief. There's yep. no description. It's yep. just like, oh, yeah, you're co-leading now. So whatever the leader needs, you just need yep. to fulfill yep. that, that gap. Yeah. Okay. So that first year, I didn't really do much. And then I <laughs> think I started becoming a leader when our groups restructured. And then basically, I was suddenly the leader of a new group. Yep. Uh, or actually, was I just suddenly a leader or was I co-leading of someone? Or maybe I was co-leading of someone. So basically, the fellowship restructured and i became a leader of my own group and that was when i realized like oh yeah like this is my responsibility now like everything like all the burden all the responsibility it all falls
0: on me to make things happen right so, so, so that's when you, i so you started to feel full ownership of it right and you started so it's almost like once you started to feel that sense of responsibility for other people yeah um yeah. it's like you're like yo i mean this is so you started to be like, yo, I, I'm the leader of this group kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Cause then, cause then it made me realize like, I couldn't just, I think of co-leading, you can kind of just lead from the sides quite a bit or like yeah. sit on the bench and just chill. Yeah. Whereas this is when you, when you get elevated to that uh, leadership position, it's like, oh yeah. Like, like a lot of it is on one. what you
0: do or don't do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think um, for myself, I think how I approach it or how I think about it is probably a little bit less, um, structured and mm-hmm. we can kind of get into that as far as like, um, like roles and all that. Cause for me, and if you guys have listened to our, our past podcast at all, uh, like our growing up ones, um, mm-hmm. I was someone who always like really wanted to fit in. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was always looking for affirmation from other people and mm-hmm. I definitely would not have considered myself uh, a leader. And it was up until, it wasn't until I was like around 17, 18. And I started taking my faith, my Christian faith more seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think as I did that, uh, I was kind of doing that alongside, you know, some peers um, at church who are also my high school friends. And Mm -hmm. I just noticed that somehow I started having more influence on the people around me. Mm -hmm. So suddenly Mm -hmm. like the things I would say, As I suddenly, I wasn't trying to fit in so much as I was just trying to become, you know, my own person, almost like figure Mm -hmm. out who God wanted me to be. And as I went through that process, my actions and my words started to have more and more influence on the people around me. And and then it just kind of naturally progressed onto like within church, as I had more influence, I kind of felt like... (laughs) it's kind of like that Spider-Man quote, you know, like with great power comes great responsibility. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, you can, but you can just take away the great, just like with more power comes more responsibility. Yeah. Um. So I felt like as I had more and more power in my actions and my words, mm-hmm. I felt more and more responsible for the people around me mm-hmm. because then it's like, um, like my actions and my words weren't only affecting my own life anymore. They would mm-hmm. also act as, they would act, and affect the lives of you know of the people around me at whether that be in in all the different areas of my life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think that is kind of when i started realizing okay like to me this is what being a leader meant and it's kind of like arriving at that same realization that you did as far as like hey i actually have this responsibility for people Mm -hmm. and yeah i think once you kind of feel that that is for that was for me anyway the first sign that I was kind of leading people that people kind of yeah. people's lives were impacted by how I lived mine. Mm. And I think that just naturally flowed onto then assuming roles, like, you know, then leading a small group, um, like taking leadership and band and Justin and other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and it,
1: but it wasn't always smoother eh, when you first had that realization that like your words carried a bit more weight than you realized. Well, what do you mean by smooth? Uh, actually, I, I don't. I think I should rephrase that question. But I just remember when we started, or when you started, or maybe us when we started leading more. Yeah, and, like it became a lot of the burden came on us to organize events for like our social groups. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: and I don't, I don't know if it's quite related, but I just remember it was tough because oh, we. Oh, I were, mean,
0: yeah, hundred percent. Because it's like, I mean, that's like with any life responsibility, right? Like when, because yeah. this is almost like. And and like, it's a random, well, like for you, it was like a very defined responsibility for a group. But yeah. for me, the, the transition was just like, it's just like, Oh man, like, why do I suddenly feel responsible? Like for other, like for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, obviously with that comes, you know, more considerations and more act like more like work for lack of a bit of work. Um, yeah. So yeah, now nah, that, and then <laughs> dang, this is like all related. Right? And then if you look back to our, our episode on stress last week, um, yeah. it, there was definitely a time, like you know, a time period where we had to adapt to this additional workload on mm. our lives. So mm-hmm. during the adaptation period, uh, for sure, it's not a like there's definitely tough times, and we can probably get a bit more into that. Yeah, you know, later on in the podcast. yeah, we
1: should we should definitely touch on struggles.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, okay. maybe we can just jump into that because <clears throat> um, maybe like a good uh, structure that we can go off is. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've been doing leadership stuff for, I'd say, you know, the past 10 years. And Mm -hmm. like you say, we've gone through ups and downs and we would have learned some things. So why don't we share maybe two or three of our top maybe lessons learned and how we learned those lessons. Yeah. You want to kick us off? Yeah.
1: So one of my first lessons um, that I've learned was like how I wanted to lead was like quite an extroverted way to approach it. So, the more energy um, and passion I put into it, like hopefully the the more energy and passion would, and excitement would come back at me right, right so then so if i if they, if they could see that I had this genuine passion or excitement for you know this topic, um, mm-hmm. I was hoping that you know some of that would lead, build into their own lives, and they would also be excited about learning about this and also applying it in their own life yeah and and they actually. Almost like, and I think one thing I do enjoy doing is like teaching and sharing about my own experiences and, and yeah. hope that people also can learn from them. Uh, and which is kind hashtag, of what we're doing hashtag, at the hashtag, moment. Yeah, I was going to say hashtag LeonChat <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, and so if they could see that, you know, this is like, it's, it's almost like making learning become e- like, like l- making learning be easy. Because you know how like sometimes learning about the Bible. Um, can be quite can feel man, mundane or can okay. be like oh yeah I've already learned this, but it's like when you think about how can you make this not that the Bible's boring, but like how can you approach it in a in a way that people can re- can relate to more or connect to it more, and through that you can see um, genuine change because mm-hmm. they finally understand the concept.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so what I really enjoyed was you know putting in like a lot of energy into um, what I, what I prepared. And also thinking about how I could cater to the taste of my group. Yeah. And so when I did that, and, um, and they saw me genuinely enjoying leading, um, mm. like I could see that flourish in the group. So it was almost like like a hype beast, like trying to get, like, build up that momentum as a group. Um, because one thing I knew that, so basically I came, at, so basically I started attending church because you invited me along. Yeah. So you're always like home base for me in a way, like if there okay. was no one else to talk to at church, like I could always just like hang out with you or whatever. Right. So but because we had split into two separate groups. Yeah. Um I know that one of our initial feelings um between me and Shirley, yeah, cuz we, we were dating at the time, was that we had separated and almost felt like we were in a foreign group because we were with people that we weren't super familiar with. So that was one of the initial struggles was like, oh, suddenly we're in this group where it's like quite quiet um, and, you know, how they, um, you know, it doesn't feel like we're hanging out anymore because we don't know everyone like super comfortably. So there was a lot of like those initial things which will happen to any group at the start because everyone's unfamiliar with everyone. So it's very natural that everyone will be uh, more uh, reclusive or won't Mm -hmm. want to share as much. But I think as... We kept going, and I just applied some basic principles, like "oh, let's have a vision, let's try do something together." <laughs> and you um, kept trying to
0: pour that energy in, yeah, and that, yeah, and in, in, into the group, so that yeah. it would kind of—it's almost like lighting a fire, right? And then once the fire's going, I can kind of self sustain yeah. it, but
1: yeah, yeah. So that was also where one of my principles of like not thinking that the grass is greener also kind of came to came about, okay. because. I think one thing I really wanted from my fellowship was like, it would be a group where we can laugh and just hang out together. Right. But because my group was a bit more quiet.
0: <laughs> bro, you're making it sound so sad, eh? No, no, it's
1: not. No, no, like, I don't mean like that. <laughs> like, no, bro, actually, cause I actually, just wanted cause we, us to, we, to laugh yeah.
0: <laughs> and smile. Okay,
1: not, not that we didn't laugh, but like, it's like, it's like us, our, our, both our small groups, we would be um, sharing the same wall. So yeah. like, we were in the same side hall and, um, yeah, and then obviously, like, your, the people in your group are, like, a bit more hectic,
0: I would say. But what, but what, what if I'm just a funny guy? No.
1: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, like, once in, once in a while, we just, like, hear you guys, like, crack up harder for some reason. <laughs> and, yeah, um, yeah then, but then, um, so, so how the principle came about in my mind about the grass, grass isn't always greener was when I focused more on what my group was, like, kind of good at and we were really good at you know being um like just like discussing and like a real hunger for like learning more about certain things yeah yeah so then by like just like oh yeah ignore not ignore the weaknesses but like yeah let's keep hammering focus focus on the strengths yeah yeah and then it was just like really good and we got good momentum because we knew what everyone wanted to get out of fellowship yeah and in the end that's how we sort (laughs) of bonded it's like i think
0: and I think what you touched on is like a really really important thing in leadership is yeah the like when you when you're leading, it means that people yeah. are following right like that's just how it works um and it's like for that other side, I think it's really really important to lead them lead people in a way uh that they need or that that meets them where they're at and not yeah. in a way that you expect people to act right so it's kind of like for you leading acquired a group meant that you should fo- you need to focus on their strengths and really yeah. um, dive into that instead of leading everyone towards what you thought maybe was what you wanted but isn't right what's good for the group right almost like
1: fitting <coughs> like a fitting people into a mold or something right
0: yeah 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 yeah. because that's that's not leading people yeah. that's just like you know trying to force people to be something that they're not yeah and i think that was yeah. a like, i think that's super like a super super important thing
1: yeah so that so actually at this point um, that I learned was actually all, um, a humbling point for me as well. So with one of the ministries that I led in the past couple of years, um, I didn't, I, I, you know, I tried to put the same amount of energy and passion into it, uh-huh. but I wasn't quite getting the same amount of um, energy back. Yep. And because of that, I felt uh, quite discouraged because I thought I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm not meeting <clears throat> them, uh, meeting their needs. Yep. So there's a couple of things like that and it made me, um, yeah, it was a good, it, w- it was tough during the time, but looking back at it now, it was like a good growing point. It's kind of like when we talked about the, um, goals, the goal setting stuff a while back, you know, even though in my head it, w- it may have seemed like I failed, but looking back at it now, um, I can understand and grow from it that not every group is going to respond to that same energy of passion <laughs> the
0: same way. Yeah. So I needed yep. to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. So it's almost like, yeah, you can't, like if you want to lead you definitely there's no cookie cutter way to do it because leading Mm. by definition is an interpersonal skill and an interpersonal role and every single person every single group is different so definitely gotta um, take that into account yeah um question like because what you said was something that stood out was like kind of saying you learned or or what you tried to do is to pour all this energy in right and yeah as you poured it in um it would kind of in the hopes and i think it did in some cases kind of ignite people to pour their energy back out and then that way you can start rebounding off each other and whatnot yeah um how did you keep like having the energy to do that though because wouldn't wouldn't that be super tiring and like lead to burnout
1: um i think it would only lead to burnout if you didn't get the energy back right so so even if i only had one person in that group yeah or like half a person say they only like committed <laughs> half the time or whatever like okay that would be like
0: or just half of it from the waist down or waist up?
1: No, no what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I said half the time. <laughs> like, like I would feel like I'm actually adding benefit to people's lives. Like, if I didn't feel like I was adding anything to... If I wasn't adding any value, then then I would be constantly doubting myself. Like, what am I doing this for? Like, right, right. it's not for my own... You know, because I think sometimes people think leading is like a glorious role. And, and you know, it's sometimes... Um, it's perceived like that, like because you're a leader, it's like, Oh, like, that's like cut, like so cool or whatever. Um, but if I'm not doing it for that and I'm doing it to serve the people and the people mm-hmm. aren't, aren't responding in a positive way, then I'm like, Oh, then maybe
0: I just need to what's not the lead them. Maybe. The, yeah. yeah. It's like, if you're not even leading them, then you're not being a leader. Then what's the point of yeah. trying to be a act like a leader?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm just, it's like that classic quote, um basically the quote is like any man who must say i am the king is no true king
0: right 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 right. so so if you
1: if you're like trying to force yourself like yeah i'm the leader yeah Yeah. and it's like nah actually the dynamic is like we're just attending but you're not really leading us kind of thing
0: yeah man i mean that's i mean i'm sure all of us can think of um you know different people in our lives like whether that be i don't know like people who call themselves the captain of a sports team or like you know managers at work where yeah oh my where we go Well, no, I'm not saying in mind, but you know, they're they're your leader. They're they're your leader in title, but you don't feel like you don't want to follow them. Yeah. So, so then they're not really, you know, a a true leader. Yeah. Yeah. They're just someone that you're getting a benefit from, you know, like for for for, like for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay, but we won't (laughs) won't dig into that too much. But I I think what you said, something you said, actually kind of links in. um, I mean, to be honest, this kind of links in this final point links into my uh, first thing that I wanted to talk about, which is yeah, um, the idea of like servant leadership. Mm-hmm. So servant leadership is basically the idea that like, like you say, like being a leader is not a, it's not really a position, I think in a lot of cases. So say back in the day, um, and we shout out kingdom a lot. If you're over 18, then go read kingdom. But um, what? is it actually R18? Well, like, personally, I would think it's, I should be R18. There's some pretty sketchy stuff in there. Oh, okay. Okay, um,
1: sure. <laughs> All right, Gabriel, if you're listening to this, you're not 18 yet. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, anyway, it's kind of like, so So, it's so in ancient China. And back then, like, so it's kind of like if you're the king, you are, like, elevated to this, like, holy position where people have to, like, serve you. And, mm-hmm. you know, people, you're there to order people and people are there to be your vessels, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. and the idea of servant leadership is it kind of flips that on its head where a leader leading is basically a skill and mm-hmm. it, a leader is instead of being served they are here to serve mm-hmm. so like leading people is just another way of serving them right it, it's you're kind of meeting people's needs right in some way shape or form um it just so happens that in this way it's it, it's quite often. Uh, in a position that's you know more visible and where people like kind of look to more but it's just another form of serving someone like it's the same as if someone was like thirsty and i like pour them a cup of water to drink it's like when people need leading or people in a group have a certain need then that's how kind of i learnt to see leadership like for yeah. example it's an example like among our, you know a wider group of friends it's like Uh, yeah. Uh, something that we've done over the years quite a few times is just go on these road trips Mm -hmm. and you know, those road trips are typically like, you know, people enjoy them and it's just a fun time where people can bond and just like go do fun things together. And Mm -hmm. I would typically kind of take a leadership role in most of these trips. And I would say that it's not because I really want to, because that takes so much, it takes so much extra effort like organizing everything booking stuff allocating tasks like sussing the money mm. figuring out like making sure everything runs on time like all of that is stuff i would i would much rather just go and like attend yeah and just enjoy it right I, I don't need to think about so much but mm-hmm. in that way it's like i'm leading this road trip when i'm leading these these dudes or the, the this group of people because there's this need yeah uh, because I think I can organize it well and I think I can make help it run smoothly and that way people can you know, get their most out of this road trip. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of something that I'm doing for people rather than for myself. Right. And with that like th- thought about leadership, it really takes, because I think like what you said at the start is a lot of people don't think of themselves as leaders and they're yeah. like, oh no, I don't, I've, I don't think I'm a leader. I don't have leadership qualities because they expect mm-hmm. a leader to be someone that people can, like look to and really like view a certain way. Yeah. But how I thought about it was like, if I could just help people and I'm just serving people and I just happen to be able to serve people in a specific way or help, Mm -hmm. help, 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 help other people out like kind of more and more. And then I just naturally became kind of looked to as a leader. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be something that I learned and it's really helped me to, I guess, keep, keep things in perspective. Yeah. Like it's not about like any selfish gain, but it's about like leading is simply about being in a position where you can influence people for like a good outcome for everyone. Like a verse that really struck me was like a Bible verse. And this is all the way back. And I think I might've mentioned this before is uh, when I first got my license and I remember Mm -hmm. like, we were probably one of the first people to get licenses in the friends group. So whenever we'd have outings, there'd be a lot of like, Mm -hmm. Hey, can you pick me up? Hey, who's, who's going to take who?" kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. just at that time, I read this verse where it talks about like, um, you know, for the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. So that's talking about Jesus. Who's called the son of man in this case. Like he's basically like the son of God and he came to earth and he's like, probably deserves the most of it. like everyone should be serving him if you if you thought mm. about it in the in the sense of like status and all like that. he's like a king yeah he's, he's basically like king of the universe type of thing yeah uh, but instead of him demanding people to serve him he was the one going out and helping people and serving mm. people and mm-hmm. exerting his energy for others rather than expecting the same in return yeah so then basically i was just i felt a lot more like willing to give people rides <laughs> <laughs> nice it's um, just like is like every time if I got annoyed or if, like, if I felt inconvenienced by something it would be yeah. like oh, but even Jesus came to serve not to be served it's just like okay. oh my
1: <laughs> imagine if someone knew that quote was like like humbling you so right. then like they ask you for a writer and be like remember Jesus so like they just
0: quote it back to you well I mean I mean I mean I'd be happy for <laughs> I'd be happy for people to do that honestly because you know that's what nice. life is all about yeah I think
1: one thing you mentioned was like leading isn't a selfish thing, and how we're describing it at the moment, and yeah. it's even more exemplified by the fact that as leaders you're trying to look after like your group. So even though like the shepherd is like the leader of yeah. his herd, yeah, but he's actually there to like look after the sheep. Yeah, that's why we're saying that everyone's a leader because in everyone's life there's there's people there's bound to be people. That you can look after in some capacity, whether it just be listening out <laughs> for them, like listening to what they have to share, or or it could be like hanging out with them, you know, just being their friend. Like, there's so many instances or environments where we can be that person for
0: someone yes. else. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, what about your your second lesson learned? Yeah, this one I still kind of struggle with a little bit, to be honest.
1: And that is uh, humility. Yeah. So. As a leader, you should be standing strong on certain on certain mm-hmm. viewpoints or certain thoughts uh, or certain arguments. You also need to have the humility to... Yeah,
0: be more open-minded as well.
1: Yeah, be more open-minded. And I think yeah. one thing that... that um, maybe it's not humility, but maybe more teachability. Right. You're always hungry to learn. To you're learn. always hungry to grow. Um, as a leader. It's, almost, so it's almost like as
0: a leader, you're, what you're saying is... It's kind of like on this podcast, we're kind of saying what we feel and these things that we're saying we feel like they have some value and there's some truth to them Mm -hmm. but at the same time you don't want to stand so strongly on it that you're not willing to keen to learn new things and to like develop right is that Mm -hmm. that kind of balance yeah yeah
1: it's always something that i need to like really think about before like i like step on anyone's toes sort of thing
0: right because it's easy as um, well like to, to just dismiss other people, like dismiss other opinions. If, mm. say, we've applied like a particular principle that we've learned yeah. and it's really worked in different lives and it's like, oh, yo, like, this must be legit. And then yeah. someone else says something that is slightly different or um, doesn't fully line up with it. It'd be easy. Like, you know, how willing are you to really engage with that and really yeah. take it seriously rather than just dismiss it?
1: I guess one thing I want to ask is like, you, you know, you've been a leader for a while mm-hmm. and I know in the past I've been, you know, when I come up against something that I don't think is quite right I've been yeah. more hard and fast with okay. them. Right. like, you know, this is not good or this is not constructive. Mm-hmm. Are you more of like a hard and fast kind of leader or are you now more like, more gentle in your approach towards people?
0: Right, right. I guess a way of looking at it is kind of like how much in life is black and white and how much is is gray yep i think when it's easier to look at things as more black and white right because then you just need to differentiate between hey is it black or is it white yeah you don't need to look at oh crap this is like it's not a reference to anything you don't have to look at all the different shades of gray <laughs> oh my um, <laughs> i don't know what at? you're talking about okay good um <laughs> <laughs> and I think when I was younger, it would be like that. Like for example, for me, like something that I reconciled in my mind—not really even as a Christian, just like as a person—was that drinking alcohol is just like there's no value to it, and not drinking oh. is just the just a better decision to make. So when I was a bit oh, more like go. when I was like young and more naive, I kind of came to this conclusion, and I would be like always happy to engage people in this. Con- I'd be like, oh yeah, like, I don't really drink. This is why. You know, like, I'm not trying to force it on people, but I see it as, like, a pretty black and white thing. Right. Whereas as I became, like, as I got older and I, as I, you know, talked with more people and especially my wife, and she helped me see, you know, life from different perspectives, there's just all these additional factors to take into account. And it means that life and just things are just not so black and white, that there's a lot more gray to it. Yeah, You know, if I keep going with the alcohol example, like, there are times and places where, drinking alcohol is better for your life or better for your relationships or better for different areas than not drinking. And there'll be different areas where not drinking is better than drinking. And Mm. it depends on how much you drink, what you're drinking, the context, the intentions, like all of these things are important factors to take into account. Mm. So how this relates to leadership is, I think the same applies like how Mm -hmm. I try to lead people and based on their needs, it's not just so cookie cutter. It's not so black and white. Yeah. And I think over the years I have definitely become, well, I've tried to learn to like listen a lot more and spend more yeah. time understanding rather understanding than
1: understanding like the nuances. Eh? The yeah. Contextual yeah. 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 Side I, of things.
0: Yeah. Rather than just kind of, kind of like one way you can do it is, well, like one way that I, <clears throat> I, one way of leading is you kind of just, you're really strong in your viewpoints and then you, you kind of crack ahead and you trailblaze a path and then people can look to that and be like, Oh yeah, like that, that's turning up pretty well. Why don't we adopt those principles and follow in that way? Right. Right. But, but to be honest that way, it might not like those principles that, that leader applies, it might not be perfectly suitable for everyone that's following, which means they might not get the same outcome. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, more and more I'm trying to learn to, like listen and understand people first rather than just trailblazing on ahead, mm-hmm. And then it's more like walking alongside them to help people navigate like the best path for them. Yeah. So you can both carry yeah. on together. So, so I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question.
1: Yeah. So, so that's not like a, that's not just so nice way of describing like leading them to your way, but more like leading them to a way that may not be the same outcome as yours or the yeah. same decision as yours. Yeah. But one that suits their current situation.
0: Yeah, and where you're both still kind of collaborating on the same team together. Yeah. But not. it's kind of like on a basketball team, you have people that play different roles on a team. Mm-hmm. And if the leader of the team just tells everyone to do what they do, then everyone would just be playing the same position and it wouldn't quite yeah, work. Right, right, but right. I think a leader is someone who helps people navigate their own you know, strengths and weaknesses so that everyone mm-hmm. can work together for the mutual good of you know, the whole group. Mm. yeah it's almost like life coaching uh i mean i I mean, I guess so, yeah, I like mean, we're all like, trying to like yeah
1: get like we're all we're all trying to like bring out the potential in everyone or in the people that want to grow, yeah, I think so, yeah, so um, just to sum it up, yeah, I think humility slash teachability um, and I think just not being stubborn in your own viewpoints, but being open to others, not even in a leadership sense but just in general, um, you will be, you'll come out like on the better side of situations yes. most of the time.
0: hundred percent. Like if you're not hu- humble and have humility, you're not going to be able to, to listen and really engage with another person's viewpoint. And yeah. if someone doesn't feel listened to, then they're most certainly not going to like want to listen to like, you. Yeah. Listen to the other person <laughs> or to like follow them. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so my next thing that I learned, and this was really, really big for myself, hang on, oh, you should y'all. go make a coffee. Oh no, nah, I'll just, i just do a coffee show after. That's all right. Oh my! Just after saves. all
1: this talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Is um the idea, or so, so a big thing for me, and that I have been learning over you know the past. 10, 15 years, and I'm still trying to learn to this day is the idea of isolation versus like, like leading from an isolated perspective versus leading from like within the group. So basically like something I really struggled with a lot is if you're someone who really like wants something strongly or you see something strongly. And like what I said before, like you kind of like blaze ahead. Mm -hmm. and in a way yeah you can kind of like people can kind of come behind you and be like and take your lead or kind of follow behind you but it creates a very like a dynamic where the leader is out ahead or is kind of considered above the rest and Mm -hmm. everyone else is then in their own peer group and over time like this is a very like it it can become a very isolated experience for the leader Mm -hmm. and what I found is it's also quite an ineffective way of leading. So personal examples that come to mind, like um, so shout out BOS, which is a basketball team that I played with when I was quite young. <clears throat> this is a team that I had with my church friends and I personally was a lot more dedicated to basketball. So I spent a lot mm-hmm. more time practicing. I just like took it more seriously at school. So I basically had a lot more to contribute to the game as far as like skills wise and as a result of that when we would play in our leagues together i thought hey our team objective is to win basketball games mm-hmm. so i just wanted to like do everything in my power to try help the team win but what mm-hmm. they ended up looking like was i was taking so many shots i was taking all the shots like if teammates made mistakes i would kind of be really hard on them um mm-hmm. trying to like hold them to a high standard like and sometimes we would win games a lot of times we would lose, lose games. Mm-hmm. but what i found was like at the end of all these games like i i i felt like i would either like when we when we won i wouldn't be like i wouldn't be like there Satisfying? would be no yeah no there would be no good vibes like i would feel right. like no no one would be happy that i like con- like how you want to put them
1: yeah and right. then
0: and then when we lost it would be like oh like i taking all the shots again as i had as i've learned over the past 10 years that is just like a perfect illustration of what ineffective leadership looks like
1: for you you're kageyama bro huh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who kageyama is you should check out haikyuu
0: because <laughs> if we if i try to if i try to like you know paint that in the picture or like make that an analogy it's like i what i thought was a team's goal was only one of the team's objectives right. to be honest like when you're when you're Engaging in a hobby, the team's goal is really to have fun and enjoy the sport more than mm. it is to win, right? So that was the first thing I didn't understand. Um, secondly, it's kind of like maybe I was leading the team in the sense of like I was scoring more points, but was I really leading the team? Because if no one's following my lead, then how can that be considered leadership as well? Yeah, and, and, it, and like, and I was really confused by that for a long time. Like, what the heck? Like, why, why, why is it like this? Like another example was, yeah, it's kind of like in my fellowship group, like I always felt like I was the one that was having to kind of pull people, you know, up as far as like the standards. Like if I was always, if I was on time, I'd have to be, if people were late, I'd have to be the one being like, oh man, like let's not try to be late. Let's try to be on time. Um, Mm -hmm. I was the one like preparing topics having to inject like like what you said i was the one having to inject the energy and then over time i kind of like at some point i would feel like man why am i the one having like i'm the one doing all this and like what are they doing are they what like are they just here like taking a not like taking advantage of but like there's no it's not a two-way relationship yeah
1: it's almost like there's no gratitude for the work or like there's no recognition yes i'm putting in so much work yeah and yeah. not that you're doing it for recognition
0: yeah, or gratitude,
1: but it's like, it's just feeling like that it team, would be nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It just felt like, it, um, so I think that's a trap that a lot of leaders can fall into is that y- you kind of f- start feeling isolated because of all that yeah. stuff I said. Uh, because sometimes mm-hmm. I think the efforts are a little bit misdirected. Mm-hmm. So, what I've learned is just how important it is to lead while really understanding like what it is you're kind of leading the group in or like in a sports sense, I feel like, you know, leading is much more than just leading the point, like leading the team and scoring it's leading, you know, like the team's morale, leading the team's Mm -hmm. unity, leading the team's Mm -hmm. communication and making sure that all of that is leading the team's, you know, like positivity, like all of that are things that the leader should be leading in as well. And making sure that other people are like, yeah making sure that everyone is it kind of goes back to the previous point where you know are you understanding why people are there and another kind of like a, a side point is you know like all of these are related eh? because i think as you get more isolated as well then that whole humility thing becomes harder because then yeah you, you start looking at yourself as someone who is elevated mm. above like the people you're leading which is like not the case right as we talked about mm. you know you're just someone who happens to be serving people more yeah and i think just keeping that in perspective and making sure you don't look at yourself as an elevated individual really helps like really helps with that you know like staying within everyone and still mm. leading like you're still influencing people but you're staying within your peers yeah yeah um, i agree yeah, I don't know if I said that quite clearly. And, and I guess another quite important thing is, I, get, I think inevitably, like leaders will be at like the forefront of the pack, right? So mm-hmm. although you want to stay connected to everyone, it's also important, you, know, you want to be still at the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. So that can still lead to feelings of isolation. And I think part of a way that you can really help with that is to have peers that are leaders as well. So that you mm-hmm. can really uh, be journeying alongside people, and that really helps with mm. that that mm. isolation feeling as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, just to summarize, it, it's a so common eh? because you have this special responsibility of, over the group, and that responsibility, in turn, can make you feel isolated.
0: Yeah, it's another fine line to to tread, because then I guess if you don't, if you get too integrated, and then you're no longer. You know, you don't feel the sense of responsibility anymore. Then you kind of lose your status as a leader, because then you're yep. just one of the peeps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just
1: <laughs> you just want you're one of the sheep. <laughs>
0: not not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. because yeah. <laughs> sheep, <laughs> it, it, every, everyone's a sheep to someone else in some you know shape or form. <laughs> okay, cool. So I think yeah, that's some good stuff that we've learnt in our own lives, and uh, maybe mm-hmm. to as a final part of our, of this episode or final segment, yeah. we can share a little bit about leaders that we've had in our own lives that we look up to or that we've learned from or that we have felt lead us. And then we can kind of share about why we look to them as leaders or effective leaders. So
1: my one kind of goes against that. And I would say some of the peers that I sort of look towards were so one of them was you, uh, one of them is my close friend Josh, and yep. one of them was also Rob. So basically, we were all in a similar situation where we were leading our own young adult groups. And basically, because we were sharing the same struggles or okay. sharing um, similar victories, that I felt I could trust these guys yep. because we were kind of like from the same, what's the word? What, I cut from the same the, cut from the tree. cloth. Yeah, cut from the same cloth. In that sense. So. So then, uh, even though it wasn't like a formal thing where I would catch up with you guys as a group or anything, yeah. but like when I was going through something, I, could, I, I knew that I could always like talk to these guys and I know that their experiences were like very related or very closely linked to um, what I was experiencing. Right. So then I felt like because of that, I, even though I may feel isolated yeah. from my own fellowship group, I, I could feel like I was... Someone part of had a your conv- back. Yeah, someone would have my back and I was part of a group that was sort of running together. Mm-hmm. And, and also by having that, it was almost like a bit of a, a, bit of a thermostat. So then right. say I was being unreasonable, then yeah. one of those guys would be like, hey, I think you're like leading them a bit, like you're not meeting them where they are. Yeah, And you're just trying to you know, pu- push them into this mold that they don't yeah. want to. be pushed into so then by having that i it was almost like week in week out i i had this reliable reference so then i knew that i was leading my group in the right direction
0: right 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 just because you have people to bounce bounce ideas off and like you could trust them that they would correct you if you had shortcomings or they would affirm good things that you were doing etc etc yeah Yes.
1: And also, uh, also meant like my own sufferings or my own shortcomings yep. could also benefit them. Like, so say if they, w- yeah, so then it's almost like, um, like two birds with one stone. So I know that, um, I could grow from this experience, but also that they
0: can grow from it as well. Cool. What uh, about you? For me, so I guess this is not so much individuals, but it's, or it is individuals, but my family, Those of you that know me personally, like I've got quite a strong personality in the sense that like I I think you're selling yourself a bit short, uh bro. (laughs) 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 I've got quite a strong personality in that I how how would you put it? Like I don't really like over especially over the course of the past ten years, I've always felt Mm -hmm. like I've been trailblazing in, in that sense. And I haven't really felt like there's been anyone to follow. Right, Like, like at every new step of my life, I felt like I have been the one that, that has had to figure it out. And there's been mm-hmm. like, there's not really been anyone's footsteps that I've been following. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might come off like a little bit arrogant. And to be honest, it might be a little bit and I'm working on it. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. like, so there's, as a result of that, there's not really many people in my life that I see. Like as someone that I would be like, Oh yeah, like I see him as a leader of mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I guess and the exceptions to that would be my family, because I grew up obviously from the age of zero or all the way up until I got married, um, mm-hmm. with my family. And so that's I have one older brother and my parents and they're people that I have seen really show like a lot of leadership in their life. So, mm-hmm. you know, like just in, in different areas that where if we define leadership by influence and, you know, like believing in something and taking actions that really can role model and influence people around them. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I really saw my brother my mom and my dad do all Mm -hmm. throughout my life. And I think that's contributed Mm -hmm. a lot to how I was able to be confident in taking steps of my own into uncharted territory because Mm -hmm. I I feel like, Hey, if my family, can do that in their own areas of life. Like for example, you know, my brother opted to become a like full-time ministry worker straight out of uni Mm -hmm. instead of going down like a traditional career. And Mm -hmm. he's now like leading a, like his own team down in Christchurch. You know, my mom was someone like, she ran her own art classes and she's always been like running different like women's ministries at church. Um, My dad, you know, quit his job to go like, go to Bible school and then like church plant and like church planting that you know you're literally just going out like meeting strangers sharing the gospel to them and like building a church out from scratch so Mm -hmm. i always felt like if they could be doing these things it's kind of surely it's like in my blood to be able to just like take steps like it really gave me a lot of confidence to be able to take steps into into the unknown as well Mm -hmm. i think in that sense they're like leaders that have impacted me a lot and Mm -hmm. just how they approach the world and the strength Mm -hmm. of their character has really Mm -hmm. impacted me a lot as well.
1: Back on that point, I think, um, I think it was like my first year of marriage. I felt like I needed a bit of a mentor. Yeah. So at that time I knew like your brother Enoch from um, student life, which is like a university Christian group. Yeah. And I could just see from how he was interacting with people and his genuine like care for non-Christians and Christians are like he's the real deal. I think for him, like and how I perceived him was like he he never had like a on off switch. He, he wasn't like a missionary by day and then his own person at night kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he would always just be a man of his word and I think that's like the best way to describe it. Right. Yeah. And just seeing like his passion and just um, how he always like stood up for what he thought was right. Yeah. Like that just like really impacted me and prompted me to like ask him to be my mentor. And I think in those couple of months where we met up like every fortnight, like it was, yeah, like a good growing period, a good growing season for myself.
0: Yeah, Cause then I
1: could learn from his learnings of how he led um, his groups and how he led, you know, so many, um, so many different people. Mm-hmm. And then I could also apply it into my own learning. And then seeing that when I applied it to my own, group i'm like oh man like i'm learning so much and like oh yeah like this is like
0: real good nice so i guess i shout out shout out to enoch that's probably his he's probably like the second either first or second most shouted out person on this podcast so <laughs> um <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> yeah i guess even from that is evidence of the leadership he's shown in in both of our lives i guess yeah lastly i guess for me like not to get Overly like spiritual about anything, but for me, honestly, the person that is I look to as a leader of my life or the biggest leader in my life is definitely Jesus. I try to tackle this in a, as like, oh, can't, like not non-spiritual, but kind of as like a practical and widely applicable way as possible. Jesus was a, as well as you know, a key person in the Christian faith. He was also a historical person that actually mm-hmm. existed on this earth two thousand years ago. And Mm -hmm. if you almost look at all the, his stories from a like leadership perspective and how he influenced people perspective, there's just so much that you can learn from. Mm. And like in my own life, you know, just how despite being, you know, the most qualified, the wisest, the most capable person always, right? Like all around him, he was the one Mm -hmm. always teaching people, but he, he was the one that was able to stay humble, able to, serve others you know he was not ordering people around everything he did was for the benefit of the people around him and how Mm. and how he lived his life Mm -hmm. and just that like the love that he had for everyone and i think Mm. that's where you know like leading people has a start yeah you know throwing back to feeling responsible for people it's like why would you feel responsible for people in the first place is because you you know you care and love about you care about them and you love them and you want them to like you care about their well-being mm. and their lives so then in that way you feel more responsible for how their life turns out in, in a way yeah like jesus displays that like ultimately because um and you know this is a little bit christian so you know it's fine it's fine if you don't agree or you don't believe but like for me it's really impacted me because Essentially, Jesus felt like responsible for like the whole world mm-hmm. because like everyone's like living in sin or like you know making mistakes, and because of that, like no one would be able to be like have that relationship with God and go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus was like, "Oh man, like this is this is rough, man. Like I feel like because of that love, he felt responsible, and in like almost like the ultimate act of servant leadership, he came to Earth to." like take on everyone's punishment on the cross mm-hmm. for himself. Mm-hmm. So like, it might sound a little bit confusing, but like the, the, gist of it is he like took on the punishment and went, came down to serve people, although he didn't have to, you know, for the sake of others. Yeah. And to me, I guess that is the ultimate act of leadership. And yeah. that's kind of like, yeah, like, like, like the gold standard, like S tier. And yeah, like we can, no matter how we look at ourselves and our actions, we should always be kind of looking at that gold standard and striving yeah. for it. And I think yeah. that like, yeah, that that's how I'm going to try to keep growing as a leader. Yeah. And yeah. yeah,
1: maybe, maybe like a, like a non-spiritual way to put it is like at the cox of it, it's basically like loving others better or more. Yeah. So, and, in, in that way, like when, uh, and I think uh, one example I want to bring up is um, Jesus washing his dis- disciples' feet. So basically, Jesus had like a group of 12 disciples. And basically, it was people that he was going to mentor. And, um, you know, when, when Jesus was gone, that he, yep. they would take up the mantles of leading the church.
0: Yep.
1: And basically, one of the biggest acts of love um, that Jesus was trying to lead by example was washing his disciples' feet. So basically, yep. back in the days, washing someone else's feet was um, a common thing. Because
0: they just, I mean, all, you were just you just wash sandals, sandals eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 on the dirt roads so, and stuff. but
1: basically, yeah. So it was a common thing, but it was only a task that servants would do for others. Yeah, and it was basically one of the most humiliating things that you could do for someone mm-hmm. else because, like, you know, it's pretty gross. You know, you're washing like Elam's manky feet,
0: oh. and like, <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
1: <laughs> not that, not that I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
0: have you guys seen my feet? There's a reason I'm not really disagreeing. <laughs> um, but but imagine
1: if like like who's the most powerful person? Like, uh, actually, oh, Donald okay, Trump. Imagine, <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump. I mean, okay, no, maybe maybe someone more like like oh crap, I was gonna say likable, but maybe like imagine the Queen, like coming to your house and washing your feet. Right, like that would be unprecedented, right? Like they'll just be like, "What are you doing? I'm I'm supposed to be washing your feet. Like, like you shouldn't be doing this for me. Yeah, yeah. So, but what Jesus is trying to illustrate, like, um, in how I've served you today, um, I want you guys to serve others in a similar
0: manner. Yeah, not to hold yourself in high regard, but like,
1: like the greatest, like,
0: what is it? The greatest of all. Well, like the greatest would be the least and the least would be the greatest. Something, something. Yeah, some, some, yeah something, <laughs> something like that.
1: <laughs> oh my, the misquotes continue. <laughs> so basically, what, I guess like what I'm trying to say is Jesus was just trying to illustrate that principle of loving others. And this is how he did it. And, and what's, oh, funny, ways he did it.
0: Yeah, what's funny is like, you mentioned like leading by example. And that's something that yeah. we haven't really talked about. But I guess it almost goes without saying because it's such a widely talked about leadership concept. It's like, yeah, if you're going to talk about something, then you better be doing it. Like if you're not doing it, you're just not leading. So there, to be honest, there's like no way to lead except leading by example. So that's why I don't think we even talked about it. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> then otherwise, you're, otherwise you're just leading them by force, like the dictator versus leadership. Yeah, so it's not so even so.
0: leading, right? It's just, it's just, yeah. uh, like forcefully. I don't know. It's just hot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, man. That's pretty good. Cool. I think I think we touched on a, a lot of pretty decent concepts in that episode. Yeah so Any yeah final thoughts um, let us yeah none for me not, i thought we nailed it no nah, <laughs> nah, i thought we uh well, okay, trying
1: to think of a synonym
0: <laughs> no <Nah>, bro <laughs> just keep it doesn't it oh my no <laughs> I we axed it oh, oh man. no we didn't ax it hey and um so yeah just a reminder we've got A Q&A coming up uh whenever we get enough questions honestly so please just either DM us questions on our our Instagram or we'll probably check out some stories, asking for questions. Yeah, it can be any kind of questions. We'll be happy to talk about them. Awesome. Catch you guys next week. Have a good week. Have a good night. Have a good sleep. Catch you later. Oh, Oh my my God.